Welcome to Get Real with Richard Walter. I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. Art is a pro-choice enterprise. And by that, I mean that uh, what uh, faces all artists, regardless of their format, whether they're writing for the screen or, or uh, uh, composing music or painting, uh, they've got to make choices. It's just a nonstop stream of, of, of choices. Painters have to decide what color. Uh, how thick th is the line? Is it a line at all? Uh, maybe it's a dot. Um, uh, uh, what am I painting on? A paper? Uh, canvas? Wood? These are choices, choices, choices. Uh, composers of music. What's the next note? Is it uh, fortissimo or uh, uh, pianissimo? Is it legato or staccato or spaghetti or uh, linguine? Um, choices, choices, choices. I've said it before as well, and I'll say it again. There is one word that will answer this choice for all the screenwriters, and that is integration. That is to say, uh, uh, allowing for the fact that, that the writer understands that writing for the screen uh, uh, requires the, the uh, revelation of only two kinds of information, what is seen and what is heard. What is heard is mainly the dialogue spoken by the characters. What is seen is the action uh, uh, taken by the characters. If, they, if those two items, what is seen and what is heard, move the story forward uh, in a palpable, measurable way, if they expand the uh, audience's appreciation of the character, that sounds like two things, moving the story, expanding the characters, really one thing. It's all the same thing. Expand the characters, you move the story. Move the story, you expand the, the characters. Uh, that will tell you whether something is allowed uh, or, or not. By allowed, I mean integrated. Um, material should not be there just for its own sake. Uh, it ought to also... It ought to be worthy for its own sake. It's peppy, it's perky, it's punchy, it's engaging somehow or other. But again, it's got to move that story forward. And um, uh, if it does that, you can do even what I say you should never do. And let me give you two examples from uh, my own uh, writing. Um, if you've read my books, if you've listened to my podcast, you know that I think there are two signs uh, of amateurism uh, I plead with writers to avoid. And um, uh, one of these is, is, is um, uh, scenes in restaurants. Um, just avoid uh, <laughs> scenes in restaurants. It's, turn on the tube. Uh, go to the movies, you're going to see people sitting around uh, tables in, in restaurants talking. Um, the, the actors, they're called actors, they're not called talkers. Uh, they, uh, they're, they're not, they should not be narrating the, the movie, narrating the story, but they should be acting it out. So uh, avoid scenes in restaurants. If you do have to have a scene in a restaurant for one reason or another, for God's sake, don't have the people ordering the food. Uh, I'm reminded of Mel Brooks in uh, History of the World Part One, uh, where he has a scene at the uh, Last Supper and the waiter is uh, asking uh, Jesus and uh, the 12 disciples all around the table, uh, may I tell you about today's specials? <laughs> it's, it's funny, and, and uh, in this business, we don't cut funny. So Mel is allowed to, to do that there, but generally don't have scenes in restaurants. And don't have uh, people, if you're 
do have them in a restaurant ordering the food. And yet I, I really love the movie. Uh, John Patrick Shanley wrote it, won the Oscar maybe 30 years ago, um, uh, Moonstruck. And if you remember uh, uh, Moonstruck, if you've seen Moonstruck, uh, it opens in a restaurant. Cher and uh, her date, Danny Aiello, um, um, enter the restaurant. They sit down. The waiter comes over and uh, says, let me tell you about today's specials. And um, uh, he points out to them that uh, uh, they have fresh bluefish plucked from Sheepshead Bay just this morning, uh, prepared just in a, the most delicate and delightful way, and he highly, highly recommends that. And Danny Aiello's character says, yeah, okay, that sounds good to me. I'll take that. This picture is, is set in Brooklyn. Fish, shares character, Loretta, says, you're going to have fish? He says, well, why shouldn't get, why, why, why not feel well? Because you're going to, 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 to Sicily tonight. You're going to be on the red eye. He's actually uh, going to be uh, uh, going back uh, <laughs> to his family home in uh, Sicily uh, where his mother is ill and perhaps dying. And she says, you can be all night uh, on, that, uh, on that plane with fish sitting in your belly. It's going to rot. Uh, you'll be sick as a dog uh, when you, you, you wake up in, in Palermo um, with that fish still rotting in your belly. He says, I don't want fish. Uh, she, what, 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 what do I want? She says, you want a light pasta primavera with a da 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 And she describes exactly what you need. It'll sit in your tummy uh, and digest while you nap uh, on the flight. When you wake up uh, in Palermo on landing, you'll be fresh as a daisy. And, and, and uh, that's why you should order, uh, not fish, but what I, Loretta, just uh, described. And so he tells the waiter, okay, I'll have what you just said. And then the waiter goes to fetch it, and he says to Cher, you, 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 you're the kind of woman they don't have anymore. You know how to take care of a man. Uh, I, I, I need a woman like you. Uh, uh, marry me. She says, you call, you, you call that a, a, a marriage proposal? He says, well, what do you want me to do, get down on my knees? She says, well, yeah, for openers, you could do this. He does. He gets on his knees. He proposes. So something's happening in the film, in that restaurant. They're not just talking, they're doing something. But even more importantly, and in keeping with the point that I'm trying to make in this podcast, um, uh, it's revealing, the the dialogue is revealing Cher's uh, uh, character and, and the whole nature of the story. Loretta is a woman who knows that love is a hoax. She's seen her parents' dreadful marriage um, she knows any woman who, who seeks romantic love is a fool. Um, that uh, uh, a, uh, a smart woman uh, uh, doesn't fall in love or fall uh, for love. Um, uh, get serious about it. But by the end of the movie, she's a very different character, Loretta. She's learned that love is all there is, and she means romantic, uh, uh, physical, visceral love. She's not just talking about prancing through the fields of daisies with Vivaldi playing in the background like in Elvira Madigan, a European picture from, from years ago. She's talking about lusty, sexy, sweaty, sweaty love. That's a very different character. And the, you can see how the, the, the scene in the restaurant really, uh, really establishes that. Um, 
In another uh, podcast, I'm going to talk about uh, uh, another item that I, 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 I constantly see, that I constantly cite as uh, revealing um, the writer as an amateur. Uh, and yet under the right circumstances, if it's uh, actually um, uh, integrated, if it moves that story forward, it has a place in your narrative. Thanks for listening. To get real with Richard Walter, please do subscribe on uh, uh, Substack and Medium. Um, do tell your friends uh, about my podcast and, and share these episodes with them and come back and listen to, to my next outing.